another week. It's your girl Chelsea. It's Deja. And we have Wonderful studio. Shout out to Anwan. Shout out to the Movement Studio. Yes, for letting us borrow his studio for yes. a quick, quick second. We will be sure to tag all of his information yes. on both our Instagram and our YouTube. So be sure to contact him if you have any type of a show, any yes. type of podcast interview. If you just want to get creative, let him know he got you. Yes, absolutely. Shout out to him one more time. Yes. Man with the plan, come through. Come yeah, through. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know what? While we're introducing folks, we didn't even say who Zarlat is. Yes. Even though we already told them last episode. Yes, my jo- go ahead and introduce yourself. Come on, don't be okay. scared. So I'm, I'm Darlette Kale. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a um, divorced mom of two beautiful girls. Um, I am a recording artist. There you go. Drag of all trades. Right. I, you know, I got a lot of stuff on so me. So basically, owner, you yeah. Big Daddy Whoopers. <laughs> no. I hold a dollar. <laughs> or two. Trying to get it. Trying to get it. But when yes. I get it, when I got it, you got it. Okay. You got it. We all got yes. it. Yes. So this okay. is a family affair episode, yes. guys. Yes. We're very excited. And our topic was brought to you today by Miss Garlic and herself. Mm-hmm. So today, we are going to be diving into what it takes to maintain relationships, grow new relationships, when it's time to let those go. Um, and I think that we have all, at this point in our lives, experienced this yeah. um, with all facets of relationships, whether it's friendships, work relationships, business relationships, uh, romantic, all of that. Yeah. So we're going to dive in. Yeah. Yeah, so what I was saying when I had brought this up was just basically about, you know, having relationships with girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, 
was just saying that you know how I'm very particular about just you know you have friends that um have been around for a long time and I got uh, girlfriends that I've been friends with since childhood um and um that's a blessing I know a lot of people a lot of people don't have that that. yeah but then you know grow up and you you know your 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 interests change and you know some may have children say some may not some may be married some may not so you're you know, your interests change, and then, you know, you, you just kind of separate or go in different directions. So, and then I, I was always just kind of like, you know, um, not wanting to be used and uh-huh. just not l- allowing Are you like that now? I mean, it has changed. It has changed a little bit, but I'm still very cautious and very, um, um, it's, like, it's like a wall, maybe, but uh-huh. not so trusting of people. Have you had any experiences where trust was broken and you had to let an old friend kind of like go into the wayside? Because this definitely sounds like this is a response. Yeah. Not necessarily a way. Right. Right. Well, of course, it's, it's learning lessons after, you know, you go through things in life and you learn different things and how you want to move and different things, you know, type of energy, type of energy you want around you. And then as you grow, Energy's too, big word. Yeah, as you grow, as you grow and you change, mm-hmm. your preferences change. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I have a question: How have your preferences changed? Like, what, what were you like, like, like what type of? It's like, okay, so if you have childhood friends that you grow mm-hmm. up, you change constantly. So right. you go through your party stages, right. you go through your chat stages where you, you know, you have your children, so you're not doing this and this and that. So. It's like your interests change. So you have girlfriends, and some of your girlfriends grow and transition through all of your changes in life with you. Yeah. Some people just don't, you know? So, um, and then, like, I mean, it's just like if you have these um, changes that you go through and you have those people who do continue to stay around, they respect all of your boundaries and your changes and your different ways about yourself that you go through oh you changed or you don't you know you you ain't used to be like that they can respect those changes you know so those people kind of can stay around but you have those friends that just give you a bunch of pushback or they're always negative or they you know can't respect where you are in your life at a particular time those are the people who you just end up you know just leaving at the wayside because they're hindering yeah, I think that that is why they say there are people who are in your life for a season and people in your life for a reason. Those people that are in your life for a reason, those are going to be the people that stick around and stand the test of time yeah, versus the people yeah. who are in your life for a season. doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person. It just means that that's who was aligned with who you were at a particular season huh. in your yeah, life. Yeah. I know, you know, even just being my current age, not having had kids or anything like that yet, there was a point in my life where I was a wild one. Mm-hmm. You know? Cue the music. Cue the music. Cue the, cue, okay. cue the wild music. I don't know who that's <laughs> by, but I know it's a song called a wild one. A wild For sure. But you know. I could not have those people who I was wild with right. hang with me today because that's just not where you I'm are. going in life. You know, I had friends who I thought from little all the way through college age would be there with me, but I can't because I just know that that's who you are and that's who I was. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. You know, for me, 
personally, I feel like friendship breakups are harder than relationship breakups. No, for me, like, it was very hard, especially with somebody that you grew up with. You know, especially someone that you grew up with mm-hmm. um, and you've known so so long and you put all your trust and, you know, you in them and, you know, they break that trust. And it's just like, well, you knew me from childhood. Why, right. How could you do that to me? Like, me of all people, we we were so tight-knit and, and you just you, you just changed. The words. There's an emphasis put on loyalty when it comes to friendships versus there's always that variable that somebody you're in like a romantic relationship with could always hurt you. It's not expected for a friend to hurt you in the same way that like a partner would. So I guess it's like it's not expected, but it I think it happens more often. Um, because it maybe because you didn't grow with that person. That's just somebody you just maybe met. Even if you've been, like, stay in a five-year relationship with a guy, but you had a 10-year relationship with a girl or a guy, you know, a platonic friendship, that time is expected to hold more weight than somebody that you are with potentially for the rest of your life or not. I'm not sure why, but... So this goes to being introduced and having new friends from your old relationships that you don't have anymore and you've been hurt by somebody that you've known for years. Mm-hmm. How does that relationship affect these new relationships that you're walking into? Do you have, like, what are the requirements, if any, that you might have coming into a new friendship or new situation? Like, oh, you know, how how can they get close to you? I mean, first off, I... If that makes like- sense. Yeah, and you might have to give me a little bit more clarity in case I'm going in the wrong direction, but I feel like, number one, anybody who I bring in my circle has to mesh with the people who are already in my circle. Because if you're coming around and you hold a very weird energy, like I've been around people who, and I know y'all can probably relate, who you're super cool with me, but then when you get a mixed company, you act real standoffish, or you act bitter and mean, or you act just funny in general. Like, I got to make sure that you blend in with the people you have already been with. Okay, that makes sense, but do you believe that all friend groups need to hang out with each Absolutely other? Absolutely not. Yeah. But I, I need to know that you can yeah. at least be cordial and not no, make absolutely. things weird. But, um, because, like, for example, I had a birthday this past summer, yeah. and I... <laughs> the, the, knows I don't mix friends. I just don't do it. I, I don't really see the... I always say if it's, if it's an even number, everybody can get along, but if it's, like, three... Friends trying to hang out is always a problem. Okay, numerology. Yeah, three cannot do it. I don't know why it's that way, but it's always like that. For me, it's not even that. Like, I have different friends for different countries. Uh oh. So I have, I mean, look, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I have friends who I go out to eat with. I have friends who I go party with. I got friends who I confide in, you know, and not everybody meets every requirement of your needs of having a friend. So when you get together, my confiding friend who's more reserved might feel very uncomfortable around my party friend. That's not to say that I can't meet both of y'all on y'all level, but y'all are not going to be eye to eye. And so if I am putting all of y'all in a situation, it's because it's a purpose. Like, I really want y'all all there. Like, for example, my birthday. I'm not just going to go to the club and invite my go RV friend because she can be sitting there bored as hell. It's, it's, it's just don't, I don't have don't category work. friends. I applaud you. I wish I lived. I mean, life. actually, let me think. Um, I mean, maybe I do, but I 
I just don't categorize them okay. or think of them that way. And I don't think I do it on purpose, but that's just how it shapes. It that's shapes, how it shapes. That's out. how it all ends up paying. Yeah, pan because out. I know there's certain people where if I want you to go out with me, you're not going to come. But that's true, because that's like Angela. She's kind of like, She's like my my my. That's my that's my girl. Like, mm-hmm. That's my girl. Like, and we do not go nowhere. Together. <laughs> <laughs> that don't make no sense. So y'all house girls. We house girls. But, <laughs> but that's, a that's my girl. Though. You, you know, call she respects your house my boundaries. Friend, that's what it is. You know, we can get, get it in. Be upset with each other. Be like, okay, so we, we drinking tomorrow? What? We, we hanging out? Yeah. But I be the one time. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my girl. It don't even matter. But no, we don't go out. We don't hang out. I mean, it, look, if it works, if it was, it? if it's if it's not broke, <laughs> don't fix it. Shit. So that it just is what it is. It is but that's I I definitely have those categories. I would say. But I think that another really important quality for my friends is I just have to know that you're loyal. Um, because I've had friends who come around and. Maybe not even off that, but like in certain situations, you can tell what their motive is and why they're around. And you should want to be around me because we vibe, not because you're trying to gain something out of this situation. And, and it's easy to see. Yeah. The older you get, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know I don't have any personal experiences in having a friendship and they're trying to gain something from, yeah. from me. Um, which I'm grateful for, but I've had friendships where things were Mm one-sided in the sense of, like, when I am getting into this beautiful relationship that I'm in right now, Mm -hmm. you know, she wasn't happy for me. And, you know, she didn't want to gain anything, but it was more of a, um, I'm not happy for you because I'm not happy for what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? It was just very one-sided. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever experienced that with friends, like, friendships? I mean, we're, her and I are no longer friends. Oh, you mean one? Well, I've experienced friends not being genuinely happy. Correct. And those friends aren't friends. But see, that's no one-sided to me. Yeah. Because I'm a genuine person. I me have too. no jealousy or, you know, hatred for somebody that I call a friend. And I, I, I you know, I don't use the word friend lightly or loosely. When I call you a friend, it's for a reason because you showed me who you are as a person and your character. And, um, you know, you've been there for me through things that I needed you there for me for and vice versa. So, you know, it really hurt me that that one friend that I had wasn't genuinely happy for me because I can't relate. Yeah. I think that's what makes it hurtful when you can't relate to the way that they move. Well, that's when you find out who people really are, mm. is when you got something wonderful going on. I mean, like, they they your friend as long as you, you know, down or you not, you know, in a good place. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you, things start turning around in a positive way for you, and they start treating you a different kind of a way, that's not really a friend. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had that happen to me as well. Recently? Yeah. Um... When I got married, mm. and who I thought was my one. friend, and, and 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 how they was talking behind my back and talking about this, that, and the other, and what it was, and all that. So 
So my question is, your friendships change when you got into a marriage? Like certain friends yeah. acted differently? Certain friends acted differently. Why? I have a very bold question. I'm going to just say it this way. You think they wanted your man? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I look, um, look, call a spade a spade. Yeah, there was some rumors going around. Oh, child. Yeah, child. There was some rumors about, yeah, these chicks that supposed to, let's talk about this. Come on. Because I'm about to get on with it. Tell the truth, let's shame the devil. No, but seriously, let's, let's get comfortable. <laughs> I want to get comfortable. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about it. Um. Yeah, so. Yeah, and I heard that same female slept with one of my guys. Yeah. Was this like a new friend or an old friend? This was an old friend. It's always an old friend. It probably wasn't the first time. It was the first time you heard about it. Probably so, because I mean, you know, I don't know. But I was like, I didn't really want to believe it. And so I just kind of overlooked it. But then, and so, but she got cut off, though, because I realized she was not genuinely happy but because of our childhood relationship and our families being intertwined and everything like that it, it was like a real big hit for the family so it was a big deal so it was like you know we need to get back together y'all need to blah 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 so we ended, I ended up forgiving her and oh. taking her back in oh, wow. you know what and I'm you saying you confronted her about that nope never said a word because I'm good like that I keep it under the hat baby I don't That's let good. it out the But how did you go about trusting her again? So, I, I, I just, because I just, I, I wiped the slate clean, and I said, I'm just going to see, because I'm not going to believe what he told me. Because well, I think he rumor, just right? told me that to hurt me. So it wasn't confirmed. It was a rumor. At this point. Um, it was confirmed by her behavior. Okay. Because something happened again. Okay. Yeah, so then, and that made me question. That must be, it must be. Yeah. So, but, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a friend's betrayal when you do allow someone to come into that inner circle and then they betray you like that. That makes me not want to trust people and let them in. That goes to having new friends and not being able to trust them because of your past relationship. Because if I got a girlfriend that I done grew up with and I see her like family and she do that to me, like what would a new chick do? Why would I even want to entertain, bring that, allow that into my circle? You know? I, I guess it's just like, you know how even with romantic relationships, sometimes you'll get into a situation where you're broken from your past and they say don't give me that person's yeah, you have to make a conscious decision to either take that as a lesson and apply it to the new situation, or carry that baggage with you and put it on the next person because that's not that person's weight to carry. So, yeah, yeah. So I had to come to a place in my life where I just and I just use my discernment about people and even still with that, you can be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I just I I, I don't um, allow it to make me look at people and not. I've got some beautiful like in the last 10 years or so, you know, that are closer to me than people I have grown up with. So, you know, if yeah. I had to block that friendship, 
that would have been, you know, not not a good thing. So you did some self-healing. Some I did from that. Yeah, from that. You from have that. to. Yeah. Because you don't want to be stuck in a rut. And, you know, I feel like people come into your lives for a reason. And like it's a lesson in it. And I, le- I learned the lesson. And I and took I the lesson and I just moved on. I yeah. think one of those lessons is it's not about who's been there with the longest. It's about who's been the realest with yeah, exactly. the loyal. Yeah, who's been exactly. loyal. It boils down to loyalty. Absolutely. Pretty much, yeah. So Pretty shifting much. gears um, to a different type of relationship other than friendships, when do you think that um, it's time to cut off different types of relationships? Like your work, you know how people say work friends. So, like, when do you feel like it's okay to let in those friends versus talk to them all? Um, You're about to say never. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I think I get closer to my coworkers either when I leave mm-hmm. or when they leave. Yeah. Um, just for the simple fact that at the end of the day, we are coworkers. I didn't meet you on the street. Or I didn't meet you at a club. I didn't meet you through someone. Right. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> co-worker or work relationships are completely different. And I can't let you into who I truly am outside of work until you leave, I leave. Right. Um, and I've had that happen recently. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a close friends on Instagram. And I'm so anti-co-workers knowing my Instagram. And, Agreed. You know, um, especially my close, close friends. But yeah. it wasn't until one of my good co-workers left. I have them on my close friends now because I'm like, okay. He graduated into the elite circle. <laughs> he even said, he even said, yo, I see I'm on your closest friends now, so it took me to leave, like, for you to do that. And I'm like, yeah, it did. <laughs> you know, so I don't, I typically try not to get too close to my coworkers um, because it's just a fine line, in my opinion. I agree. I'm exactly the same way. I don't typically follow my co-workers at all on close friends, far away friends, any of the friends, um, <laughs> until way down the line. I'm talking about, like, you got to give me some ammunition. You got to give me some ammunition. Yeah. Almost got to have, like, blackmail um, material. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to use it, but, like, that's when I but feel like I can trust you a little bit. why would you want to have it? That's just I first. always want a little something. One said you gotta keep something until you leave it. No, yeah, don't be trying to act different on camera. No, I'm not trying to act different on camera, but here's the thing. Um, I'm gonna say this I, I think work relationships should be kept professional, but the girls that I'm talking about that I met over 10 years, one of them we still work together, and I mean, like, we are like like family and you just and then years. two but yeah 10 years right. too but and then i have enough but i've been on my job a long time but that's and it took me I'm a saying. long time to start talking to people but like that's what i'm real. saying yeah. within 10 years <clears throat> even if it's out okay blackmail material is a little extreme but yeah I'm and, and they're not the only ones time. i have a couple of co-workers who i cut her off i'm sorry <laughs> no you're fine i'm so sorry the guest is always right okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm saying within that amount of time you would have had naturally certain conversations that are beyond surface level. So that yeah. that that happens organically. Yeah, yeah. It does. It like does. It's, it's, how long can you keep it up? It's like especially when you're that close. Well you know what actually when I was working um, at our previous job, we were working together for so long, I let them in. It was one particular girl who was two of them that I'm really close with to this day, but one particular 
I told her, and she always brings this back to me, like, Deja, I will never forget what she said, and you didn't even know me. I was crying, like, talking to you about this. You know what you said to me? I said, what did I say? Because I said a lot of stuff. So she was like, one day, you're going to laugh about this. One day, the pain that you feel is no longer going to exist. And she said, I hold, I hold that feel so close to me now because it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, the pain that I was feeling, it, it was like, it's gone, it vanished. And I was like, yeah, I told you, you just, you just got to get through it, yeah. you know? And I think after that, I think that was probably, I don't know, she can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was like maybe like six months being on the job. Mm-hmm. On the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I didn't really open up to her like that, but she always, uh, op- you know, I was very, she mm-hmm. was very open with me. But did that you open up to her eventually? Oh, yes. But see, that's what I'm saying. I like, eventually it, it, it did. It makes sense because she opened up to you, because she invited you into that and you created a safe space for her, then that opened up the door for you to feel comfortable sharing this up. Or somebody who's closed off from day one, never speaks, never cares, never does any of that, you're not going to share your business. No. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, too, I'm like, I'm, I'm so on energy. I'm so on energy. Like, if you got negative energy, I can't even. It's yeah. got to be positive, and then to um. I lost it. But yeah, I can't be around that um the negative the negative energy. That's what um attracts me to people positive energy and um you know life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even another tier of relationships. So we're talking about all of them. What do you feel like qualifies you to do business with? Yeah, yeah, girl. It's not for you. Okay. Okay. So you you, you need to repeat the question. Yeah, no. Repeat the question, Doc. Um, like, okay. So going in a joint business venture. Business partnership. I have never. Well, I have gone into business business ventures with people that turned out. Yeah, turned out horribly. So I, I, you know, I would just say, if you're gonna do business with people, keep everything in writing. Business is business, even if you're gonna do. I mean, I'm like that with my children. I don't play. I'm a cutthroat business person. I do not play. Business is business. I don't have time to be playing with you. I need my money, my coins, and my dollars. Okay. Right. Even with the girls, they know. I was like, do we need a contract? Do we need to write, put it in writing? Cause this what we supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't play. I agree. Play with I feel like the main thing for me, and we learned this early on in this current business venture, you have to deal with customers. You yeah. have to deal with motivated people. When you're getting something off the ground, especially that will make or break you starting a business with someone, especially when you're close friends or when you're family. Yeah. Because they always say don't go into business with your close friends or your family. I think we've proven it can be done. You just you have to be like-minded. It. Yeah. Yes. And you have to have the goal at hand. You cannot be lazy and you cannot be selfish. Yeah. yeah. This is business, yeah. man. Business. The rest of it is at the wayside. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. <clears throat> but yeah. I think that I think that it, it's important to cut it off when you see that your business is no longer. Yeah. Or, and you, you are not growing. Okay. You're not growing. Yeah. It's not growing. I mean, growth takes time, though. Like, so, like, how do you determine, like, all right. It's a- not stagnant. When it's stagnant, it's not growing. Yeah, that's true, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes I mean, sense. you got your first guess. Right. It's making progress. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this will open up the door for other opportunities to have more finally getting together with that person and he's like and he said you finally let me in so how does your man feel about having these relationships with me having relationships with platonic relationships with opposite sex oh that's fine it's i mean usually he meets them you know beforehand beforehand you know, me and my fiance, we have a great deal of communication. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering, like, um, because the topic for this would be like insecure people who may not be comfortable with their significant other having like friends of the opposite, or ha- having friends of the opposite sex who were friends before you came into the picture. <clears throat> I mean, I'm just wondering, like, I was wondering how your man situation and if he had a problem with it and this no. is a situation that wasn't even before he came into the picture. Wait, you're talking about your co-worker? My co-worker? Mm-hmm. Oh no, my co-worker, my, my fiance was in my life when that co-worker when you met the co-worker. Yeah, he actually met the co-worker. The right. co-worker has been over my house. So like, my point is saying his that, wife, yeah, so. is that he was okay with it and he oh, was comfortable yeah. with it. He, he my man a- is very secure. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line is that the person has to be yeah. That, that's probably, you know, when we're talking about what qualifies a person to be able to be a candidate of being in a relationship with you, mm-hmm. you got to be secure. You have to. Yeah, because it's, it's like that insecurity stuff is just... So what was your question, Charles? We, we got there. Okay. You know, what, what does it take to open yourself up to a person? What makes them, what qualifies a person for you to allow yourself to be available? Spending time with me, you know, showing um, showing me that you're interested in me by, you know, doing things that you know make me happy. Um, and it's just like not nothing extravagant. I don't need all of the bells and whistles, which those are nice. You know, every girl wants to be treated special, right? But you know, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Just the attention, be attentive, and and be, and, and, and and it needs to consistency. Be If you can give me those things, then that will allow me to uh, let you see more, to, to, to want to know more. And then on the flip side <laughs> of that, when do you know it's time to start letting that see When things are lacking. Patterns change. Okay. Yeah, patterns might change, but yeah, patterns might change. And But see, it's like after you're with somebody for a long time, you'll get to see their habits. know the interests and you know the motivation and all that kind of stuff and if if those things don't pan up that's when you'll start adding things up and be like you know what maybe this is time to start and then you may have to start 
term, but also when I'm just no longer intrigued. Like, it, I, I think you get that. Bored. Yeah, and I. You get bored easy, I get though. bored so easy. I, I do have too. ADHD. I do too. Sorry. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, like, in a honeymoon stage, whether that be in a marriage or a fresh new dating relationship, it shouldn't fade, I would think, in just a couple of months because it's still new. That should still be very exciting. That should still be very intriguing. So if at any point within that first couple of months, I'm already starting to get bored, I can't be nice with you. But wait a minute. Why is it getting bored that fast, though? She said it weren't consistency. I think people oh. lack consistency. And but here's the thing, too. This, this does not make this heart grow fonder. But I have to also say, I think a lot, of, no. a lot of men pull out all the stops early i can agree with that and they pull out their their you know tricks out the bag and they're like looking at their bag like dang i emptied the clip like you know ain't nothing else left (laughs) so it's all about pacing yourself as well and Mm -hmm. also it's not just men that need to pull the stops out either Mm -hmm. it's a two-way street you know what i'm saying i'm not saying in the beginning like you know the women the woman has to do but, you know, it should be a balance. But I think, and I, I agree with you, I think, one, it's important not to do it too soon. I'm going to just leave that where it's at. Because we can go, um, it, cater, oh. no, no, not <laughs> it. I was not like, that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, um, cater to the man and pull out all the stops for him. Me speaking from a traditional mm-hmm. standpoint, I do think that a man should initiate that. But I do I do feel a woman should reciprocate it, but I, I feel that a man needs to give her incentive to want to do that. If you do something nice for me once and then it's just like, well, I did something nice, why would I want to do something for you? You know, I feel like you got to get me to the point where I'm excited to do that for you. And and, and I think that people lack consistency. Um even just, I mean, before we're even talking about doing things and buying things and all that kind of stuff, like, even just with communication. Yeah. You know, if you're not constantly communicating to me, where do you think I'm getting that stimulus from? But that's probably why they're not communicating, because they're getting that from someone else, too. <laughs> no. Oh, gosh, I would hate to be dating right now. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's rough. So from a standpoint of somebody in a healthy long-term relationship, and this is all hypothetical, don't go assuming stuff, when would you think that it would be time to walk away from a long-term situation? Like, what would make you do something like that? And I'm not talking about the obvious stuff, like cheating. Like, what? Oh, because that was my number one. Yeah, I mean, look. There's nothing else, honestly. (laughs) No. Okay, okay. She's in it for the long haul. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I mean... Because, you know, some people get, a, a lot of people have been getting divorced and citing um, irreconcilable differences. What and does I'm that all, mean? You know, that's what I feel. I always I feel like that's you. such a great area. Well, she's divorced. Right. Yeah, I'm like, y'all acting like I wasn't married for all the years. Come, come on. How well, long were you and dad were married? 14 total. Yeah, but, um, so, irreconcilable differences are just what we have. Okay. You know, well, what does that even mean, though? Like, it means, like, even if you, you know, so you all have differences. And you just cannot come to a, uh, a, a um, an agreement an agreement to make things ground. work. Yeah. Okay, so neither one of y'all wanted to compromise? And y'all said, look, it's just like me and your father. Um, get one. 
and I see you, that's how you were raised. Yes, and so we agreed. So that, yes. See, okay, I, but much. see, that's, that's, I think and the question opinion. that both of us have as yeah. someone who hasn't been raised or hasn't been through the divorce process, when you say irreconcilable differences, it almost sounds like everything is just wrong instead of one thing that you could have. Well, it's the little things people, that end up turning people, into huge things. People divorce so, too easily. That's what it is. People divorce too easily. What what is up with this divorce word? I know. Like it's just so new. Like people just getting divorces left and right. What happened to the marriages back in the day? Grandmas and great grandmas. Well, and they stuff. wanted divorce to work it out. They both well, decided. To but that make goes it down work. to social media. No, it's like no because social media wasn't really a thing back when my divorce happened. You was on Facebook. Status on Facebook. No, it was, <laughs> it was more MySpace back in that time. Oh, oh. you was changing your profile picture? I don't space. even remember, girl. But it was like, the MySpace was like t- towards the end of our marriage. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but it's just like, you know, for in a marriage, two people have to work at it. One person can't do it or else the other, one person gets exhausted. And that's when they just want a divorce. So it's like without you, trying to go to therapy and work it out. Yeah, you, you go to therapy and all of that. But see, that's what I said. At, at our point, it was like after the therapist and all of that, and they gave us our tools, and one person wouldn't use your tools. So you got to throw in the towel at that point and say, you know what? You just don't want it. I, I don't see it from two different perspectives. I do wholeheartedly agree with some people. Like, people will be married for three months and just be like, oh, we could work it out. How? There's no trying in three months. Y'all was happy for at least one, I'm going to assume. Like, but I do think, I, I will say that I do respect the generation now for deciding what they will and will not tolerate. Because I do know that some of those great-grandparents and grandparents, they might be married for 50 and 60 years. But they might have been miserable for 45 of those years just because the belief back then, well, hypothetical number. <laughs> But, you know, they, the belief back then was for better or for worse, so definitely was part. Now, I understand that you take those vows under God. However, you're li- you're living less of a life for yourself when you're submitting to someone you're not happy with. So I, I'll applaud people who really truly try and then decide to walk away, but you have to really try. Yeah, when a relationship is to the point where you're depressed in it, you got to go. You got to get out. That's not healthy. But I think you just you have to make sure that you try. Like, are you depressed because you're a depressing person? Or are you depressed because that person is depressing? Oh, you gotta figure that out. Whatever that needs to fix it. Because that's people, I think people need to not only do relationship counseling, but people need individual therapy. Yeah. Absolutely. I think people absolutely need individual therapy before they get into a relationship. Have y'all tried individual therapy? I have. <laughs> Yeah, I had my therapy, and I'm so happy. That's when did you have therapy? This is news to me. I'm saying that I don't, and you're telling me that I do. Okay, she wins. I do. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So, but um, but yeah, therapy is definitely healthy. Because it'll help you realize a lot about yourself. And two, about 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 yourself where you're wrong and about
about yourself when you met? I would say with my therapy experience, I only went for a couple months. But in that couple of months, I will say that I didn't necessarily identify it. It was to me more about honestly just venting. I realized that I pulled up a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff. And to the point where I would sit in her chair and it was only five minutes I had been in that room before I was done. And I would be <laughs> You was waiting hour. for that moment. <laughs> but here's the thing. I didn't even know I was waiting for that moment. It was like waiting to exhale. It was like before that moment, I realized I had been holding my breath for you. And when I got in that room with an unbiased I person. I remember that. I'm glad you got yeah. it out. What, 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 I mean, that's some stuff that'll kill a person. It is. Like, you or realize. Or not kill that, you, cause you to be self-soothing or right. being um, uh, addicted to sex mm-hmm. or, you know, doing all kinds of. All kinds of. Lash out. Self-coping mechanisms. Mechanisms. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, I think that it's extremely important. I think that a lot of those situations where you see people getting divorced too early, Well, that's why I had to do it. You know what? That just goes back to last week's episode five. Arrogance. You know? You don't want to admit that you're wrong, but I think the problem is they probably don't even understand how they're wrong. They don't know that they have issues. Something you really should know. I mean, when that's it, we're just blatant.